Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. Coming to center ice, turned over, and it's a two-on-one coming, and a shot here from Carcone that is knocked away back into the corner, and that is going to do it. The Capitals and Darcy Kemper have come into the Valley of the Sun and posted a 4-0 shutout of the Arizona Coyotes here at Mullet Arena in Tempe. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals kick off the Western Swing with a win at Arizona. Post-game reaction from Dylan Strom, Peter Laviolette, and Sonny Milano. And Al Koken will join us this morning on the mullet, the road trip, and more. Good morning, everybody. Today is Friday, January 20th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It was a successful start to the Western trip last night as the Capitals won at Mullet Arena by a final score of four to nothing. Goals were tough to come by for a while. Former Coyote Dylan Strome put the Capitals up one nothing just 3:03 into the first period, and the score would stay that way until late in the second, when Sonny Milano picked up his eighth goal of the season at the 17:32 mark. Tom Wilson then potted his second goal of the season just over a minute later at 18:41. It was three nothing Washington after two. Strome would then add his second of the game in the third period, and Darcy Kemper would do the rest. Kemper would make 26 saves en route to his NHL-leading fifth shutout of the season. Final score, Washington 4 and Arizona nothing. After the game, Dylan Strome, the game's number one star, on returning to face his former mates. You know, just more about, about our team. Uh, tough loss last game, so just nice to come on the road and start the road trip off on the right foot. And, you know, I guess you get, against your old team is always a little bit of a bonus. What was it like playing in this building tonight? No, I think uh, it was a cool atmosphere. I think um, you they kind of feel like you're on top of the ice. Definitely feels a little smaller than uh, than, than a normal game. But, you know, it's a, it's a cool rank to play. And, like, you guys see the setup. It's, it's really nice. And um, I think they're doing a good job with what they got. So, you know, I think it's, uh, you know, it, was, it was fun. Sonny Milano after the game, talking about his goal and also the chemistry of his line with Tom Wilson and Nicholas Backstrom. Yeah, definitely better than their first game together. Uh, I think we're starting to click a little bit and uh, understand we're going to be on the ice, so it's uh, definitely come along. Peter Laviolette after the game, very happy with his team's performance and a really good start to the Western road trip. Yeah, I thought it was good, you know, from the travel yesterday and the schedules. I think we're moving into our fifth game in eight nights, and so tonight was four and six. I thought the guys came out hard and played pretty hard for 60 minutes. The importance of this beginning of the swing to start the trip off yeah. on the right foot against a hard-working team like that? Yeah, I mean, you have to, you know, you've got to respect them. They've got some good players over there, and they're working hard. And you're right, the start of a trip, I think it's always important to get off on the right foot. And so that's one, and uh, we'll move on from here. Today on the show, we're glad to have Al Koken back with us on this trip out west as NBC Sports Washington's sideline reporter. This conversation yesterday conducted in the balcony of one end zone at Mullet Arena on the experience of playing an NHL game in a small building, the importance of the road trip, and the games leading up to the All-Star break in a tight Eastern Conference race. 
Well, Al, thanks for joining us here this morning. This has been one of the more unique NHL experiences I think we will ever have as we stand here in Mullet Arena, capacity 5,000. It's tough to believe the Capitals played a game here against the Coyotes, but as you look around this place, first of all, this is a gleaming yeah. college facility, just a little bit cozy for the National Hockey League. This is going to be the ultimate bandbox if they can get the right mix in here. If the students come in enthused and the people who pay, I think it's what, $270 it's a, a ticket, right, can get into the game as opposed to just kind of hang out and, and want to enjoy the amenities, you could really turn this into a unique home ice advantage because everybody's on top of each other. Obviously, with the acoustics, with the lower ceiling, you could get this thing really loud. I'm going to be fascinated to hear what it's like tonight, let alone see what it's like tonight. But uh, good for them to kind of get this thing going. And again, I'm, I'm fascinated by this. And I think I got to say, too, because I was talking with a couple of the players and ran in the first guy I ran into was Connor Sherry. And I said to him, does this remind you of your college days? And this great grin on his face came up. Yeah, I'm excited. So you know, that could be another thing, too, that could work for uh, visiting teams and the Capitals, you know, that you get kind of these guys who, you know, get really enthused about something unique as opposed to here we go, another game, another same looking arena. It's rather strange that for a team that is well outside the playoff picture in the Western Conference, they've done okay against the East, dreadful against the West. They have not played well on the road at all. But there are over 500 in this building. Boston has lost here. Toronto has lost here. Colorado has lost here. They do seem to have generated some sort of home ice advantage here. Well, and maybe part of it, too, as we found out around our hotel last night, is there's plenty of distractions. <laughs> there's there's the ability to just kind of come in, and now we're not exactly getting the greatest weather that we've ever seen in our lives, but there's certainly plenty of entertainment available to you at the moment you walk out of your hotel door. So I, I'm thinking maybe there's also that element, too, that you could kind of come into a kind of a party atmosphere and kind of get enjoyed and relax. I know there's a lot of teams that bring the dads in and everybody's out having fun and enjoying themselves. So maybe that's another way that they can turn this into a, a true home ice advantage. But uh, I will have to say this, John, as we tape this interview and looking across the way, one of the great slogans in, in all of hockey, fear the fork. Usually that's something I fear about the, around the holidays, but but this is about the Sun Devil hockey team, and it's it's a great, great slogan, I got to say. It is emblazoned at the end of the building as we talk here in the other end zone. Fear the fork here at Arizona State University. Let's get back to the Capitals dressing room as this road trip moves on to Las Vegas, ultimately Colorado, and going into the break, the Arizona game starting a stretch of five and six on the road. Now, this team's played pretty well on the road, but they haven't been scoring a lot lately. They've lost four out of six, and you're still holding the first wild card going into the road trip, but you need to keep winning because the teams right behind you are probably going to be two, and this is kind of a pivotal stretch going into the All-Star break. I, I look at this like a, a mini version of that Western Canada trip that the Capitals had, where I really do believe they saved their season. I don't think there was any doubt that if they came back on the negative end of that in a six-game stretch there that began in New Jersey, ended up in Philadelphia, but featured the four games to, you know, the Western Canada, Vancouver, and, and Seattle, if they came back with only four points out of that six, they were going to be in real trouble. Instead, they flipped it around. A lot of credit to that goes to Charlie Lindgren. He was the guy who jumped in there when Darcy Kemper got hurt and, and really started a run of incredible hockey, not only for himself, but for the team as well. And I look at this the same way because and you, you can say, okay, 
Arizona, where they are in the standings, beatable. You can see Vegas is, is in first place, but they've been kind of up and down lately. You can see Colorado still dealing with injuries. But regardless of that, when you come back, it's Pittsburgh and then Toronto. You've got a stretch there where you've got to make sure that you don't lose that advantage you gain. So I agree with you, John. This little three-game road trip out west here is going to be very critical for the Capitals to come back on a positive side of the points the way they did with that uh, six-game, 12-day road trip that, as I said, flipped the season around in my mind. Missing Nick Dowd is going to hurt for a while. He does so many things for this team. The shutdown line defensively at five on five. He's so great on the penalty kill. And oh, by the way, having maybe the first half, the best offensive stretch of his career into double digits and goals. Him being on injured reserve certainly doesn't help the cause out here. No, and let's add in the fact that he's their best faceoff man. And he's the, always the guy out there to take the key defensive draw when you need it. Late in the game, even, even we've seen Peter Laviolette, you know, start overtimes or defensive zone draws in overtime, whatever you want to do, he's the guy that they count on for that. So, And while the team has gotten better in the faceoff dot, he's the lead guy there. So, yeah, there's many, many things that they miss. It certainly helps that it's been kind of ironic that a couple of the guys who have had to get the short straw have been centers, Dylan Strom and Lars Eller. So you do have some strength there, bringing back Alexi Protus, a guy who can, I call him the, the Belarusian army knife because he can play all three forward positions, but he's very comfortable at center. So you do have a little bit of depth there. I can't tell you how important Marcus Johansson was the other night on Long Island. When Nick Dowd went down, Marcus jumped in there, and he centered that third line. And to Peter Laviolette's credit, as they were struggling and scoring goals, they were behind, he got double-shifted Alex Ovechkin, and that goal that Garnet Hathaway scored was a goal that was scored with Marcus Johansson at center ice, Alex Ovechkin on left wing, Garnet Hathaway on right wing. So a jerry-rigged line, but it got the job done. So one of the things that has been so key to this capital season that has kept them above water is the fact that they've had great versatility. It started on the wings with guys like Sherry, Mantha can play either wing. Now you're starting to see that versatility where you've got guys who can play wing or center, and you hope Nick Dowd is back sooner rather than later, but if it's going to be a little while, you hope you don't have to lean on that versatility too much, but they've got it. In the meantime, we will continue to fear the fork, Al. Enjoy your time in Tempe. Thanks for doing this. Does that mean lunch too or dinner tonight? or? <laughs> Yes, friends, fear the fork. It was fun being in Tempe. Now the road brings us today to Las Vegas. It's the Capitals and the Vegas Golden Knights at 10 o'clock tomorrow Eastern Time. 9.45 air from T-Mobile Arena on 106.7 The Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.